0: it's not there, what is there?
1: If sex is looked at like a chore in your relationship, find a way to change it. If you can't change that, find a way to change your relationship. Not just a chore,
0: though. If you see yourself fighting over it all the time, if someone's, like, begging you for it all the time and it's annoying you, or if it's, you know, you're begging for it all the time and it's annoying you, uh, it's just like... Uh, Something's gotta be fixed, I guess, and there's a lot of things you could do to fix it. You are my paradise; I can't deny. You make me high. You are my paradise; I can't deny. You make me high.
1: Hey Guys, as much as I hate to ask this, please like and subscribe our content.
0: It actually helps more than you know. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, um interact with it, comment, we'll try to comment back. Yeah, definitely
0: leave comments.
1: And feedback, yeah. whatever we could do to improve anything. So
0: Yeah.
1: Um again, it helps more than you could imagine. And I've always seen people ask stuff like this. And I never really taken into consideration till now how yeah. important it actually is. So Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Take care. Bye. All right. Welcome to episode five of the Matt and Monica podcast.
0: Um, We got goofballs
1: here that are trying to make her
0: calm down and relax, but she doesn't know what she wants.
1: (laughs) This episode is going to be primarily based off of the idea of just getting off your ass because I think that's something that we all do. We, uh, We like to rationalize being lazy as fuck.
0: We are all lazy at some point. Yeah. And a lot of chunks in our lives. I yep. think we all get really lazy. I get like that, definitely. Mm-hmm. And you're a good motivation for me to go do something. You're like. a
1: good motivation for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I noticed back at the beginning of the summer, you know, I was I was I think I hit two thirty four. And I saw that number, I'm like, man, I notice my pants are getting a little tighter to the extent. I almost need to move up a size. I'm like, you know, what? I'm not going to do it. You know, I already moved up a pant size, 36 years old. You know, like that's one of those things that I think generally people sometimes think just, oh, yeah, it happens. You get older, you gain weight.
0: Or you get unhealthy and yeah. like you just don't work out anymore.
1: Or maybe when you get older, you need to put a little bit more effort into.
0: It's probably harder to lose weight when you get older, yeah. as I hear, so. I don't know.
1: It took me, I just cut like one, I made one better decision every day about what I ate. And uh, I've cut down like 25 pounds. And granted, you know, people will say, oh, it seems like you're always doing so much together. You guys are always working out. Like, no. We don't
0: really work out all the time. I mean, you've been really, really good about it. With the heavy bag and stuff, you've been really good.
1: Yeah, but still only maybe like three, four days a week.
0: But that's... Better than zero days a week. No, it
1: is. But there's a lot of people that they really push that. idea. Yeah, you got to be active seven times a day. You got to get up before work. And I'm too lazy for that. Um, yeah, I so could that, do it.
0: That's a good point to bring up. Just like 15 minutes a day. Just do something for like 15 minutes. Put your phone down and walk outside. Run outside. Uh, I don't know, just mm-hmm. anything. And people are always like, oh, I don't have time.
1: Yes. Yeah, we were talking about this last yeah. night. How many people would be like, "You know, I really don't have time."
0: You kind of do. <laughs>
1: how how much time do you spend on your phone in bed at yeah. night before you finally turn over and go to sleep? Cuz I know I'm guilty of sitting on my phone yep. before I fall asleep and yeah. you cut 15 minutes out of that, mm-hmm. you invest it in your body, like especially if you're going through stress. Like we we're watching a pretty interesting podcast, the uh the diary of the CEO, I believe it's called and pretty awesome dude and he really, had an
0: amazing guest yes
1: i don't yeah. remember her name remember. but uh she was some sort of doctor that just was real is
0: so down to earth and yeah. you just connected with her and she talked to him and when we were watching her you just felt like wow she's like she knows what she's talking about and it was such more on a not doctor level it was more of like a friend level where yeah. i just felt really like oh really God, connected yeah she's amazing
1: and she talked about you know like the releasing. Like when you sweat, was it, I want to say cortisone. Cortisol. Cortisol. yeah. Wh- whatever when it is text that's text. in stress that causes yeah. you to perspire. And, um,
0: it's like, like the stress in your body when you sweat, you get you actually get rid of it.
1: Yep. And I noticed over the summer, I'm like, man, you know, going through a pretty, you know, I can't I feel like a broken record, going through a kind of challenging yeah. year. And yeah. I noticed exercising in my Body odor smells so different <laughs> all the time. I was saying something to her. I'm like, man, I feel like I just smell like
0: this today. And this day, it smells like this. But it's like when you're going through your most stressful points, maybe it's like when it you felt you mention it, yeah, and that it smelled different.
1: But it's almost a complete, complete cure to your stress yes. by working out. And you, that the problem is when you're going through difficult times. I think it's the hardest time to really find the motivation to get off your ass and do stuff. But it is if you're able to go for a walk, even you know, if you, if you can't so run, so whatever, go for kind a walk. Of double
0: though, because you're out work, working out, walking is great. You yeah. know, step. If you can't run or do a lift, heavy lifting, and everything, walking is amazing. But you're also, if you can do it outside, you're with mother nature, so you're getting the workout yeah. and mother nature, which will help you. You have to keep your heart rate
1: up, though. You got to get cardio in, like. That's, yeah. People are so scared. Like I don't know how many people have heard. Oh, I don't like sweating. Like, <laughs> okay,
0: that's, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, are supposed to sweat. <laughs>
1: how many people do you know that like they haven't had their heart rate up to an elevated level other than doing certain strenuous activities? Like, yeah. it's, but yeah. people just sit around and they mm-hmm. like go their multiple multiple decades without ever getting any sort of cardio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not meant for that.
0: And it's not like you have to go run a 10-mile marathon. Like if you just, you know, speed walk at first maybe, and then you'll work your way up to running. And I think you will surprise yourself. I think in our last podcast I said, you know, I could run a mile, but I stopped like five different times. But mm-hmm. then you see, oh, I can run a little bit farther without stopping. And then you run a little bit farther without stopping. Yeah. And it makes you feel good just doing that. It makes me feel progress. worse, though,
1: when I see her progress in the – Go, Sometimes
0: I'm like break by you. I'm like, catch up. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just a it's just a hard day. Uh you know, I've always been a quite a bit better runner than her over well, the years, and all of a sudden it's slowly like she caught up and then
0: But it's kind of cool because I know that you could run way harder and faster than me. You're bigger, bigger strides and everything. So I kind of try to run a little bit faster to keep up with you, but I know you've run a little bit slower to like let me stay up with yeah, that's you. That's my excuse. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, it's it's yep. pretty crazy in the past seven years how much better you've yeah. gotten at
0: running. Oh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's um one
1: of those things that you think we both hated. Yeah. Even when we first started running together, I was yeah. still at the point where I'm like, every time it was a lot of work.
0: I never like, really could tell because you always were like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, okay. But then I'm so glad that you made me do it.
1: Actually, probably not a bad idea to talk about antidepressants. I don't see yeah. anything wrong with that.
0: No. That's actually
1: really so yeah that's a really good idea so when we first started dating yeah she was taking
0: Symbalta yeah. and I was taking it for a few years before we met so
1: five years I think is it
0: five years yeah
1: um, I did a lot of research and you know not to be like oh a new boyfriend in a relationship come across come across as controlling but I I'm very anti antidepressants I'm a firm believer that if doctors yeah. and the society were to push the idea of, hey, eat better and exercise. That's yeah. that's an antidepressant within itself.
0: Well, I think life, like nature and everything, and what mm-hmm. we're supposed to do, it's there for you already. Yeah. You know, we're not supposed to have the fake drugs and everything through, like thrown in our bodies. To there
1: there is a time and place. I don't yes. want to knock that. But... Right.
0: Well, I will say, though, when I was taking it at first, it really did help me. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of got to like, okay, it helped me. And then it kind of was just like, er, and I like became a zombie, and I was just like no emotion. Yeah. Even though I wasn't getting anxiety and erasing thoughts and everything, and yep. depression, that like that's what it was there for. It was like, all right, something needs to happen now because I wasn't me. Not only
1: that, but I remember when we first started dating, and she was actively taking the Cymbalta. I remember her kids yeah. or something along those lines of just acting a certain way to her, and she had almost no reaction. I just remember being. Like,
0: like, what is going on? It's not normal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the I did a lot of research on how to wean off of it and whatnot, and it's it's not it's, simple. And
0: no, because I don't think people realize it's not just, oh, let's pop the pills and mm-hmm. feel better. It's like, if you want to stop doing it, you can't just stop.
1: There's a lot of people that I read online, because I'm like, come on, is it really that hard? But well, that's of, what
0: I kind of thought, too.
1: Yeah. And know? then we did the bean counting where you cut down the... Yeah,
0: so in a capsule of Cymbalta, there's little tiny itty-bitty, like, beads in there, little white-brown beads, and there's, like, I don't even know how many is in there, like, 200 or something? And uh, what you're supposed to do is wean yourself off of it. I think you can have, uh, like, seizures and stuff if you quit cold turkey And a <laughs> row. Anyway, so you have to count them, break the capsule apart, count them, and maybe do, like, half of them. And then, you know, was like it was like
1: two, two pieces a day you're supposed just cut out of it or something like that.
0: I, I don't really remember, but I remember reading a lot about it. And it was really, really hard for people to stop um, taking that. For me, I felt like it was okay. It took me like a month or so, right? yeah, so. It
1: was less than a month. You just got off of it after being on it for five yeah, years. So, I don't remember how
0: many milligrams it was. but Gosh, I don't even remember either. But I, just I was remember- actually taking two different milligrams. So I was taking two pills at one time.
1: I remember you yeah. were talking about how weird you felt when you stopped taking it. And then I did research thinking, like, come on, she's. Yeah. Because so, we, we weren't together that long. And then I, I read other people's experience on it. Yeah. And you were telling me how you felt about brain zaps and other things.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. So it's weird because if I didn't take it for one day, say I like, didn't get my um, refill or whatever, I didn't take it for one day, on. I remember my boss being like, Monica, I can tell when you didn't take it. And that's yeah. like probably less than 24 hours where I didn't take it. Um, I definitely felt different when I didn't take it. I could tell when I didn't take it. Yeah, And that was kind of scary that I controlled controlled you that much. Mm-hmm. It is very scary. And not, I don't want to also say, like you said a minute ago, we're not saying anything like, oh, people shouldn't take antidepressants or anything to help them because some people do need them. Some people need them for a short time. I think it's important to not get dependent on it for your entire life. Yeah. Hopefully, if you are able to, and let me tell you, I feel completely more human (laughs) without it.
1: Yeah, you actually have some emotion too. Yeah. I I remember there were times where you're just you were acting like everything's fine, you know, like.
0: uh, Or like when I should get angry, I didn't get angry. When I should have gotten sad, I didn't get sad. And probably happy. You know, if I didn't get as happy as I obviously do now, because I get happy like over like little. stuff mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like that now so to relate that to working out and eating healthy I mean I think just oh you're like let's go for a run I'm like let's go and most of the time when I'm feeling the most like I don't want to go is my best run and I feel the best when I'm done yeah and I don't know it's weird you know it, it just it's, weird it's not though
1: because <laughs> you know you hear everywhere you everywhere you listen to anybody talk About, you know, physical exercise and anxiety and depression and all the shit. Everybody says you feel better afterwards. And there's never been a time that, you know, there's been times where I don't feel completely better. You know, you get a lot of shit going on. doesn't mean, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a run.
0: Everything's not fixed, right? Yeah. But a little bit is better than nothing. Correct. And even if it's not like solving the world's problems, it's in your mind for the day. It's making you feel better. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Stay and I, I think
1: that's helped us with our our dogs. You know, I, hate, like, I feel like we use the shit out of our dogs for this podcast. So. But <laughs> but you know, like uh, we so went we hiking yesterday, and I'm thinking to myself, like, even if we hated every second of it, like the dogs were so happy.
0: They were. So, it was like, so cold, but to them, rationalize getting but... the fuck
1: off your ass yeah. to get your kids outside to do something. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I, I I say to my my teenage um kids, I'm like. Do me a favor, like you know, anytime you ask me to go do something with you, like some sort of physical activity, yeah. I will never turn it down unless yeah. I'm really sick. And right. you may be adding years to my life. <laughs> you, you and memories,
0: really... yeah, definitely memories. I yep. would love doing stuff like when we go for hikes with them. It's like my favorite memories. Yeah,
1: how so many fun. how many memories are taken away because of you know? I know we mentioned this last time. Not trying to be repetitive, okay. but like electronics.
0: Yeah, like yeah
1: and that's such a major thing i think i should probably hit on that in a lot of episodes yeah. like electronics you know I, i'm a huge gamer I, at least i used to be um i still kind of am depend on the game but
0: you're not like you used to be even when we first started dating you're you don't do it that often yeah. not like you used to i miss be. it, though.
1: world of warcraft i was yeah. a huge, huge
0: Well, when i was world younger warcraft. i played a lot of video games like well you. i wouldn't no not like you no not like you at all but I played. That was good. my drug. Yeah.
1: Everybody has their things. Like mine was, mm-hmm. at the time, World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah. I was what a World Warcraft know? nerd. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I miss it. Yeah. I miss a lot of my friends from that game and stuff. That was.
0: The thing is, it's like you could play it now every nope. now and then. No, okay, never mind. There's, Why? It's either
1: all or nothing. I can't. Just,
0: okay. So it is I, like I, a drug. It's like you can't start well, no, it. If, can't. I, if I
1: do anything, I, I want to be really good at it. I don't want to just be like a casual player. I can't do that.
0: All right. So if you that. start it, you need to play the entire game the best you can until it's done, until you beat everything.
1: Anybody that's listening to you say like, "I'll oh, play the entire game, everyone's shaking their head
0: like, oh. oh okay. Well, I don't really know, I guess. No, it's, uh,
1: there, there's no, there's no end to the game. It's, it's not like that. How is
0: there no end? Oh.
1: I feel bad. It sounds
0: really fun. Okay.
1: (laughs) Oh, they constantly add it content.
0: Oh, okay. So it's not like oh you did all these bosses and then you do the main boss at the end and then you won the whole game. It's not like that. No. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So Yeah. Um so people are always like, Oh, you guys are so active, you do so much, and you're always doing stuff for the kids and really I feel like it's just normal. I feel like we
1: could do better. We'd absolutely I, do better.
0: We, we definitely yeah. do better.
1: Yeah. But, but if if you look at every single day like that, you could do you could do every single day a little bit better, be a little bit more active, give mm-hmm. your kids a little bit more attention rather than focusing on stuff that matters for you. Like right. oh,
0: Yeah. Man. But I'm just trying to like throw out ideas for people when they're like, Oh, what should we do? In the summer and in the winter. Doesn't cost
1: money, doesn't you cost you can go
0: hiking. And I'm not mean like a huge mountain. I mean Green, Green Lakes. It's a one small loop or a big loop. They do have, you know, uh, it's not hiking up on, like, the...
1: It's like a three-mile loop.
0: Yeah, it's not hard. It's just, it's not like a mountain, but it's a good walk for you, your my, kids, and stuff like that. My mom
1: and dad could do Green Lakes, the loop. You know, it's, it's nothing. There's right. no excuse.
0: There really isn't. But you like could,
1: yesterday, it was freezing out. It was yeah. 30 degrees with wind. Guess what?
0: We went yeah. anyway. It yeah, was cold, it was, but then was it, beautiful. But then the sun kind of came out and it actually warmed up a little bit. And I was so thankful that we went. The dogs loved it. That's what mattered. Um, but there's always waterfalls to go to. Little hikes. I just think that's like really fun. Or am taking it to the playground. You know, mm-hmm. little stuff like that. I used to go to the playground all the time. All the time.
1: the importance of boredom you know i think everybody's got to have kids that are constantly engaged doing something like oh mom can i play your phone mom can i have my tablet like how about no be bored draw read holy crap god forbid
0: you saying being bored is actually good for you yeah it is your kids can be bored and they can sit there and look at the wall if they want to but they're thinking about stuff i guess but it is important to be bored use your imagination Mm-hmm. Kids have an imagination that they don't know that they have nowadays, and it's sad. Yeah,
1: you know. What about what if we talk about discipline? Is that a weird subject to talk about? And I don't mean discipline like physical. I'm just saying like I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, like sure why
1: not? You have you have parents that will have their kids. The kids tell them what they're eating for dinner, and it makes me lose my freaking mind. I'm gonna say if you're a parent. That allows your kid to dictate what they eat, you are a part of the problem to society. Like, and I mean that,
0: like, well, it's just like, I don't know really, I don't know why it's different now. Back in the day, you only had so much, so the kids had to eat dinner or else they probably wouldn't eat, you know? So, regardless,
1: like, even if you have unlimited food, right. like, teaching people appreciation, not taking yes. things for granted, and, yeah. and a balanced nutrition, like, God mm-hmm. forbid.
0: Yeah, that you know, cereal every night, ramen noodles
1: every night, chicken tenders, grilled cheese.
0: Yeah, and that's it. Like,
1: like yeah, that was actually. Did I talk about that on our other podcast? Like, I don't
0: know, maybe.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it's. I don't think it's going into detail of a negative thing, but okay. I, when we first started dating, I remember. I remember like there being a Thanksgiving dinner, you know. I was like, this is it's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. There's a whole spread, and then. Yeah. I remember you looking at the kids, which again we were only together for a couple months. I just remember you just saying,
0: like, "All right,
1: would you guys want a grilled cheese?" And I was like, "Hold up, yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of food mm-hmm. here.
0: Yeah,
1: what's wrong with this food? You know, yeah. and I think I think that's the thing, though. A lot of parents they just do that. You know, they're gonna they're gonna take the easy way,
0: right? Give their kids say, away. It's easy, and a lot of parents do that. And I give props to the parents that don't do that because it's you know, whatever's on the table is what you should eat.
1: Yeah. We were just talking to somebody recently. Like, yeah, man, when I was a kid, it's like you eat all your damn dinner and you sit there until you don't.
0: Yeah, that's now, how I was raised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that's how, you know, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's not
0: like, I can't finish it. So, oh, it's okay. Put it in a plastic container, put it in the fridge, and then never eat it again. Yeah. It's like, w- we are not doing that. Mm-hmm. And so much food is thrown away in so many households. It's such a waste, and it's sad because it, that stuff should not be thrown away at all um yeah that's kind of crazy i mean a lot of parents are like oh here also here's your tablet while you eat dinner while you eat your grilled cheese for the millionth time this week (laughs) because it's all you want to eat what about the vegetables well a lot of kids are so unhealthy now
1: yeah not even talking about kids but people in general um
0: yeah but but it's like what you buy and put in your home is what you Mm. and your family is going to eat (laughs) So it has to start with whoever does the grocery shopping, you know. And- I recently
1: said to mm-hmm. her, I'm like, because she generally does the grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I will too. No, it's not a sexist thing. <laughs> but uh, I, I said to her recently, I'm like, listen, I'm like, stop buying shit. Stop buying mm-hmm. junk food. Stop buying. And she, she For likes the to record, buy- though,
0: I buy junk food and healthy food no i you, buy all do. of it but you just wanted me to not buy so much junk. yeah
1: because in the middle yeah. of the night when i'm like man i kind of want to get a snack the first thing i would do is go for the shitty stuff and if yeah. that stuff's not there
0: right. you either
1: don't eat or you eat something that's healthy right
0: exactly and it's like out
1: of sight out of mind there's yeah. has, has a lot of power to it
0: it definitely does and
1: people don't realize how much better you feel when you eat better like if you're drinking soda every day like the amount of times like I'll see people, I'll see people at my place of employment, I'll see people anywhere, and like I'm like, you probably don't need it. I don't mm-hmm. mean to be judgmental. But oh. you, you don't need to be drinking soda every day. Like if you have an issue with your weight, yeah, and you're drinking 100 percent sugar on a regular basis, or
0: that's the thing though, so with soda. Energy drinks and sugary, um, you know, Dunkin' Donuts coffee, which is more sugar than coffee and stuff every day. And people are complaining about their weight or their health. That's a, a big sign. You know, oh. maybe you should change that.
1: Sorry. You, and, you, I, don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but one of the biggest points I've ever, ever experienced in my life that mm-hmm. people need to fucking hear. And it's here, too. Yeah. People that have issues that they're well aware of. For example, their weight.
0: Yeah.
1: If you're going to bitch and be insecure about your weight and put no effort into changing your weight, shut the fuck up. Like, if you're going to be insecure and you're going to put no effort into it, just do something about it. It's so easy. It's, and we and all have the choice every day. We all
0: have the choice. And we all have the choice when someone feels like they're insecure because of their weight or their job, you know, their, um, I don't know, anything. The... I don't really know any other examples, but stuff that we can change, and people complain about that stuff. But then there's no effort into yeah. anything that drives me insane.
1: People will be the first to blame everything else out of their control. Stuff that's factors that don't yeah. matter whatsoever. Right. So much is in your complete control, and I,
0: uh-huh. it's yeah. it's beyond
1: me how people just have no self control anymore.
0: And that's not like this entire world, yeah. and the 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 world wants people to be weak like that and that is being weak to me it takes strength and discipline and effort to do it and I know it's hard (laughs) I know it's hard but you have to find that somewhere deep inside yourself and get over that hump
1: it goes back to what we said in our last podcast like people want results but they don't want to put any effort into. you know like here where's the easy button yeah. Okay, I'll pay I'll pay five hundred dollars for this end result, but am I gonna give you fifteen minutes of my time? Yeah. Fuck that. That's
0: but I feel like work. I feel like stuff like that, if you can get an end result with just spending money and no effort, there's something bad in there somewhere. Something bad's gonna happen. You don't get shit like that in your life with no effort and have some have repercussions, I guess. If you're if you're, if you're
1: cheating through life and I don't care how that is, mm-hmm. I think there's an equal and opposite reaction for everything, and if yeah. there's a cheating way out of, for example, um, I'm not going to give an example, so you could apply that to literally anything, right?
0: <laughs> You're such a nerd. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah so, <laughs> and um, you know, we we're going to talk about this because we we don't want to hit on the whole like sexual talk type thing mainly because we have kids. We'd love to go on that topic it'd be fun oh my god and
0: people would probably relate or get some insight people like i've heard people
1: (laughs) downplay sex my entire life like it's not important and like let me tell you what exercise and if you can find a better way to connect to your your person good luck
0: yeah so that is like uh i swear like 90 percent of the relationship okay maybe that's a lot, but it really, really is. If that's like shit, then you know, what, the, what are you doing? I remember the um, last
1: time we were having a podcast, and we we're like, "Oh, people are gonna be fighting tonight."
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be yeah. another one.
1: How many people fight about sex all the time?
0: Yeah, I, I that, can't imagine. it's really sad because I feel like when you're with someone, you should you should want them, and you want them to want you, and then when it's not there, what is there?
1: If sex is looked at like a chore in your relationship. Find a way to change it. If you can't change that, it, find a way to change your relationship. Not just a chore,
0: though. If you see yourself fighting over it all the time, if someone's, like, begging you for it all the time and it's annoying you, or if it's, you know, you're begging for it all the time and it's annoying you, uh, it's just like, uh, something's gotta be fixed, I guess. And there's a lot of things you could do to fix it. Um, I just think if that that connection there is like fried and there's nothing there, then you can still love someone. You can still like their company and everything. But I feel like it's such a big chunk of a relationship that uh, I just feel like it's really important.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I feel like generally when you're typically a guy, you're, you're, you're looked at as like, Oh yeah, that's expected to have that
0: mindset. Oh, he's with. such a pig. He just wants to do it all the time. Yeah. But it, it's like that one, um, the podcast we saw the other night, about, I don't think she specifically was talking about that, but she's talking about the touch and the feel and the cuddling. It's super, yeah. super and the connection with your your partner.
1: Yeah, in the, in this podcast again, it was on the uh, um, the Diaries. diary CEO. Yeah. and um, this woman he had on there, she was talking about how before her husband left for work, she was dead asleep, and she had a she had a heart monitoring device and stuff. Again, she's a doctor, yep. and um, she talked about the difference in. Her levels, of the the device when she was being monitored, it jumped when the, her husband kissed her when she was sleeping, and that's another thing. You know, it goes back to that unconditional, you know, like love. Like, cause I don't, I don't ever really want to kiss her to make her feel good. I kiss <laughs> her because I yes, fucking you do want her a little bit, a little but bit of both. no, but it's because I want to, and yeah. you know, I I've always been that was the way I was brought up. Yeah, I think it's also really important within obvious limitations mm-hmm. like kids need to see how to act as an adult and yeah. I think when kids see their mom and dad holding hands and they see their mom and dad you know like are your dad getting home from work and kissing your mom because he's excited to see yeah. her like Every I was brought day. up I was, yeah I was brought up to that and I yeah you know like oh, it's annoying mom and dad are kissing again like
0: yeah but that leaves an impression on their heart like they see that and they're like they're happy and that's love yeah and that's so important and so- this
1: one of those things I took for granted. Like, I am one of the yeah. few people on this planet that have their parents that have been together forever. and
0: Yeah, you're lucky. I, yeah,
1: yeah. I respect my parents for that, you know? Like, because I'm sure they fought battles that I can't even imagine. Yeah. But, um...
0: Yeah, because I don't even know the percentage of divorced couples now. But I guarantee it's more that more people are divorced than they are married. Well, let's see you, miss. Yeah. Um...
1: Hmm. You have a couple of notes here.
0: I do. Um, sleep. Oh, not. we want to get on to that subject. Sleep. Oh, I need my sleep. I love my sleep, and if I'm disturbed, I get very
1: You're disturbed.
0: Upset. Just <laughs> Maybe a little bit. No, I definitely need my sleep, and um, I think it, I think it's a proven fact women need more sleep than men.
1: Um sounds th- sexist to me.
0: I think it's a proven oh, wait, fact. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. If it's going this direction, it's not sexist. It's only sexist oh, stop. If it comes this direction.
0: No, I think that is a fact. I think it is. Anyway, uh, going back to that podcast we watched, um, we need to get a lot of sleep to get our brain to flush itself, which I know sounds weird, but um, it's like a, just a cleansing, but you need like nine hours of sleep to get it.
1: She didn't say nine hours. She said eight hours and 15 minutes.
0: Eight hours and 15 minutes. Okay. And.
1: She's like, oh, 12 hours.
0: That'd be nice. I had. <laughs>
1: she would sleep 12 hours all day long.
0: Um, so you get your, your brain has to flush, but it needs that amount of time from start to finish to complete its cycle and most of us don't get that in reality and some people want to just try to get you know four or five hours maybe six hours of sleep a night and if they can function off of that cool but she's saying just like for the human body that's the amount of time that it will need from start to finish I think to feel good to feel like rejuvenated the yep. next day and stuff
1: I was thinking in my ADD mind Well, a conversation we recently had with somebody speaking of relationships and stuff, and we had a good friend of ours. We've actually, I've gotten this more than once. A good friend of ours said to us, like, he can only take us in small doses because this individual is um, not in a relationship, and the relationship this individual was in Mm -hmm. was not similar to ours by any means. You know, they're more like uh, acquaintances, it sounds like. But he said uh, hanging out with us is kind of depressing because it's like, what they aspire to wish they could find in a relationship. And yeah, you know, that's kind of weird thoughts. Like, are there people that don't want to hang out with us because we're like
0: annoying them because of that?
1: Yeah. And we're not, we're not always all clingy all over each other and all this crap all the time, 24 7. We're really not. Um, Although I can, I can see. If anybody's having a difficult relationship, it's going to be hard hanging out with us, I feel like.
0: But I feel like people get in this um, mindset where they're never going to find someone. I thought I was never going to find anybody.
1: Keep talking. i my going
0: I thought I was going to be alone for my entire life. And you probably felt that too, babe. Yeah. I um, could <laughs> <to> see you. <laughs> um, people can't get like that, though. I mean, they can, but I feel like you need to have a mindset. Be positive. There's someone out there for everyone. I really, really do believe that. And most of the time, and I know people probably have heard it before, that if you look for it, you're not going to find it. You have to let it just kind of fall on your lap. And I want to say when we were on tenure we were clearly looking for it, but I was kind of done. And I do remember when you wrote, when, when I wrote to you or whatever, we wrote to each other and I was like, I'm done. I'm deleting Tinder. I'm getting off of it. I'm like over all this shit. So let's talk on Facebook if that's what we want to do. And so that's what I did. I like, we got off of, you have a funny face. you want to say something.
1: No, I was like, you got off. I stayed on for a long time. <laughs> um, just
0: kidding. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think we became friends on Facebook or whatever. I deleted Tinder. Cause I was literally just, I was, you're like the last, my last one.
1: Yeah, you are
0: my like, only one. It. And <laughs> okay. Sit the nerve. Stop it. Um <laughs> so I don't know. I just I think people need to realize that you will find your person. You just have to keep faith. Manifest it. I manifested the shit out of you. Yeah, you did. I did. I really, really did. <laughs> what? Nothing. Name? you?
1: Yes, tequila. Some eighteen hundred. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think if people are religious and spiritual, or if you're not, it doesn't matter. I think, um, whatever you feel in your heart.
1: Spiritualities.
0: I find myself spiritual
1: so we had a discussion about this where I hate and I'm sorry if this is you I hate the idea of pushing religion on anybody else like let people do yeah. their own thing let people believe what they want to believe
0: yeah, it's kind it's... of like don't go door-to-door and recruit people
1: I don't know, I just know think religion politics all that shit like you know you
0: that's one thing we don't really want to talk about on here is correct religion, politics well, like, stuff, you believe and you but, do whatever you got
1: to do. Your sexuality, yeah. we don't care. Like,
0: where floats your boat?
1: You know, I said the word gay. I was sitting down with someone recently, like, yep. like and I was explaining a situation I called it gay. And I'm like, and the person called me out and said, Oh, you shouldn't say that. And this person's not gay. And, like, I got a lot of gay friends. And, like, we throw that word around left and right, and it's okay. And, uh, I just, I just thought about that.
0: I thought yeah, funny. I think it all depends on, on, I don't know, there's certain words you just shouldn't say. And there's certain words that I think people get very, very offended against, which it's I... 2023,
1: people are offended by literally anything everything. they can be offended by. Yes. And... Like, this should be the least offensive podcast on the planet because we literally love everybody, every
0: race, every so my sexuality. Friends always pick on me and they're like, you just uh, love love. And that is it. Like, why can't more people just love love? It, it's good. It feels good. It's happiness. Yeah. It's this whole world should be about love.
1: Yeah.
0: Not hatred. Not comparison. Not... Yeah,
1: comparison's comparison is dangerous that's huge
0: comparison is the thief of joy and i say that all the time because it's so true because if you're comparing yourself or what you have or anything with you with anything else that's negative it's going to bring you down
1: because you're not anybody else you're yourself and mm-hmm. that's that's actually probably one of the most powerful things i've learned this year was like being okay with who you are and like
0: oh it takes a lot of training yourself does. to believe that
1: Yeah, it's it's, a lot of work. It's taken me a lot of work.
0: Well, how old are you now? 36. Exactly. It's
1: taken me 36 years.
0: And we try to teach our kids to love yourself. You're amazing how you are. And they're not any older than 18. Mm -hmm. And you're 36 and you just learned that.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's so, one of those things I try to instill in my kids. I look at myself as like a time machine where I'm like, man, if I, I know, could have somebody that would go back in time and tell me, Hey, this is secret to life. Yeah. And like, granted, I don't know the actual secrets of life, but I could I can give some pretty damn good advice of things that I wish I knew when I was 14, 15, 16.
0: So it's kind of like the whole thing when your parents are like, well, when I was younger, blah, blah, blah. Or I learned this, I wouldn't do that. And all that kind of crap. And the kids, you know, you're, when you're young, you still go out and do whatever you do because you kind of need to learn from your own experiences. But then you kind of come back and you're like, wow, mom was right. And wow, dad was right. It's because we, we went through it Yeah. and we're trying to warn you or help you and stuff. But we do know that you need to go through your own shit. We all have to go through our own shit to learn it. Yeah, Your own life experiences and that it's just the way of life, I guess. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. How many experiences have we went through and like since I've known you, we've been through. <laughs> or how up.
0: about since we didn't know each other, those experiences that we both went through to when we were together and all those experiences that we went through.
1: You know, that's that's actually a really good point. You just you say things and it brings me, it brings my mm-hmm. mind to a different place. Mm-hmm. Like I was not a, not the same person I was. I know you were. I was not the same person I was before I met you. Yeah. As to where I am now. Same. Like, I don't think I was. Bad? I could have been a fucking hell of a lot better though.
0: Yeah, but I don't I could never see you being horrible or bad Mm. before I even knew you existed. I don't I can't see that.
1: I just think anybody that's doing deceitful, morally wrong things just because they can get away with it. Like that's pretty sneaky. Yeah.
0: It's really shitty. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I got to a point where I was not okay with ever doing things like that, Mm -hmm. but I just I don't know. I got out of my comfort zone, which was being a decent person, and thought I could get away with things. And
0: I feel like when people are in relationships and they do stuff like that, you're clearly like something's wrong.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I thought you're going somewhere else and saying, like, oh, you shouldn't be in a relationship. Uh, no,
0: I'm not saying that, like, something's wrong in a relationship. You're clearly not 100% happy. And I feel like if people are going to do deceitful things when you're in a relationship, Something's wrong. Because yeah. if you really love that person, you're really into that person, you would never dream of doing anything like that. I would never dream or even think that I would ever deceive you or do anything behind your back ever. I... I would never. I
1: partially agree. Because even now, like hypothetically, and I'm not saying it would, but if I did something severely wrong, it doesn't change the way I feel about you. I think it changes the way I, at the point in time, thought about my morals and...
0: I, I disagree with that. Uh, I do. That's one thing I just think is not... I think if someone does something behind someone's back or if someone think cheats I, and stuff, I think people, they don't give a shit. I
1: think people make mistakes.
0: I think if people cheat, they're not... They, I, I'm not saying they don't care about you. Yeah. I'm not saying that they don't... There's a little piece of them that just care about you. They don't love you like they should. If you're in a relationship and someone cheats, I think it's so fucked and disgusting that... I just, yeah, it's just such a, I think it's wrong. And I think if you're in a relationship, you don't love that person.
1: There's got to be people like, didn't he, hey, cheat on you
0: before? It's absolutely disgusting and I'll never, um, never. rationalize what you did. No, and no, no, I agree. I it's agree 100%. It's disgusting. I think it's such shitty behavior. I, I, what?
1: No, no, I, and I agree. I agree with mostly what you said about.
0: I've never cheated on any, anybody. Never cheated on anybody,
1: and I've said for eight years going on eight years, you are a better person than me. I've
0: been cheated on,
1: mm-hmm. I know
0: multiple times, <laughs> not by you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Babe, we are so not going to be able to air this entire podcast. Yeah, we <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah, we 100% can. <laughs>
0: I, yeah. wish, I wish we
1: could go, like, unfiltered and just talk about anything.
0: I know, but we it can't. It would be...
1: It would be... Uh, we can't. Especially if we could talk about things that... Dude,
0: can't. we can't, because shit would be... <laughs> things, shit would be on our, our fire right would now. would no
1: longer talk to us.
0: Um,
1: Actually, our family. No, I don't know. It would be a lot of people. It would be...
0: People... Okay, a lot of people wouldn't talk to us anymore, but there would be a lot of other people that would want to talk to us and then want more detail. Yeah, yeah. For real. Definitely. are no, 100% right. <laughs> so fucked up. Oh, my goodness. Weird to think about, but, uh, yeah, anyway. All oh, our dogs are so happy and cozy. I wish you guys could see them. We can. Okay, well. There's a Samus.
1: Samuel. Aww.
0: And there's an Arrow. Yeah. Arrow. Hey, baby. Come here.
1: Get over here. Come here. You lay down with me. You cuddle. She's like, I don't like cuddling. Come on.
0: Aww. this.
1: <laughs> it's, <Yeah>, it's okay. <laughs> there are any other things you want to talk about, baby? I don't
0: know. This podcast today, I feel like was kind of... It wasn't really all over. It's kind of all over.
1: They're all going to be all over, because that's me.
0: That makes it fun, though.
1: It does.
0: And it keeps people pulled in, I think, a little bit. Yeah. I agree. And... To be honest, even if we tried to have one subject in a podcast, the way our brains work, that would never happen. Well, it's like you're telling a story, and it's like I have, I have this way, 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 way
1: worse. I get caught on tangents.
0: every yeah. time
1: I talk, anybody that knows me right now is like, "Yeah, yeah he
0: knows. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't stop talking.
1: <laughs> it depends on how much I drink.
0: <laughs> oh man. Interesting podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything else you want to cover?
0: Um, I mean, I could continue talking about everything forever, but I think right now we're at 42 minutes. That's a good time, right? Okay, awesome. Let's throw
1: something else in here that we didn't really plan Oh, Ooh, on. tell me what. I don't,
0: I don't have any idea. Oh, I thought you had an idea.
1: Oh,
0: Perfect. Oh. Um, hmm. Like any, any subject or I I think we can kind of stick on relationship, um, helping each other do stuff together is better than, well, gosh, so hard because a lot of people are single. So with motivation to get up and do stuff, it's kind of hard, but people have friends. No one is actually alone. There's people out there and I feel like if people really feel like they're alone,
1: I got a really good story. feel bad. This is, a, this is a really good story this okay. is not that long ago so
0: okay.
1: I was driving home actually I was driving to a friend's house to a birthday party that I was invited to way out of the way for the record I'm a good friend <laughs> yeah. though, and I decided to <laughs> still try to make an appearance but I had a really hard day for reasons I can't say but um I'm on my way to this uh, this birthday party just get out of work it's it's freezing now. it's raining it's a bad day God, I'm gonna I'm gonna enunciate that probably more than just now But, uh, so I'm driving along, I hit a red light and I'm sitting there at this red light in my truck and I'm bumming over my hard day that I had over some news that I got and I'm bumming pretty hard, harder than I'm going to lead on to believe in this podcast. But anyway, I look over and there's a homeless guy standing there and he's got a signed up, um, you know, don't really remember what it said, something, you know obviously looking for some sort of donation and I pulled over for, and I normally don't give homeless people money. I'm yeah. not against it. I just, I just generally don't. And I pull over and I, I look through my wallet and I, I pull up 50. I'm like, okay, I'm not giving that.
0: <laughs> so I, I
1: give him money and I thanked him and I thanked this person because I thought my day was really shitty and I, and it was by the vast majority of people that knew about this day. They'd be like, that sounds like a really hard day. But I wasn't standing in the rain, freezing my ass off, homeless. And it strangely put things in perspective for me. And I think it's so important for everybody. If you're going through shit, look around because there's people. Yeah, it's all perspective. There's people yeah. that are going through things that are so much worse than your yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I promise like you that.
0: Thing to say, it really, like,
1: really is. In this in and I literally and I I'm gonna be honest, I had tears streaming down my face yeah. when I rolled down my window and I got a tinted window, so when I rolled it down, like the guy looked at me yeah. like he looked kinda of like cut off guard. He didn't really know what to say and he he probably didn't know what the fuck I meant when I thanked him and I handed him money and he thanked me and like
0: he's yeah. Done.
1: but yeah, it's just he,
0: So the grass is not always greener on the other side too. Like people sometimes that um appear to have all their shit together. Everyone goes through stuff. People, they're millionaires. It seem like they have everything they could ever want. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's always, and, I don't
1: think that's really a grass is greener thing. Like that, that you're right though. I know what you're saying because I've realized this year, regardless of who you're talking to, if you open up and you make yourself vulnerable to people and you yeah. talk to people, you're going to find that everybody, it doesn't matter if you're a doctor, lawyer, whatever, you know, everybody goes through shit.
0: Or they have gone through their shit.
1: And their issues are their issues, and your issues are your issues. Again, and
0: you, don't compare.
1: Mm-hmm. You can't compare whatever no. you're going through to other people because, you know, like, granted, there's been many times when people have told me about their issues this year, and I'm like, man, I wish those were my issues. Yeah. Like, I truly, truly wish that your life issues were mine because in perspective, I think, you, but you, you, can't, you can't think like that. Yeah, you can't. You I mean you can, but it's not going to do you any good thinking. Oh, my issues are worse than else. Yeah, but that's else.
0: like the whole thing. People are like, "Oh, be kind to everyone because you don't know what they're going through." And no matter how many times people say that, it's like, "Oh, well, it's annoying." People are so saying that all the time, but it's kind of true. You it don't know true. what the next person's going through. Someone that's trying to not cry in the store and you help them get something and that meant a little something yeah. to them. Uh, you know? One one
1: of Jordan Peter Peterson's uh, podcasts, he talked about like how like. Um, you look at somebody driving a Porsche like, man, I wish I was them. And mm-hmm. you don't know if that person driving that Porsche is thinking about wrapping that Porsche around a telephone
0: pole. You, yeah, you don't exactly. know. Right? Wow. That's really sad. But yeah, yeah. True. Know,
1: some of the most miserable fucking people I've ever known in my entire life were the most successful people. Like yeah. hands down, like some of the most appreciative people were the yeah. least successful yeah. people. You yeah. know, there's people that work dead end jobs that yeah. do the nine to five or work grave shifts. And, You know, regardless if you're fucking doing something where you're, you're working the the most dead on job on the planet, you might be the happiest person. Yeah. Like you might be. And that's, I just wish that was taught in school, you know? Yeah. I wish it was taught like in school, you're taught like you got to go to college. You got to do this amount of work and invest this much time in this. I think the world is
0: changing. I think a lot of people are trying to put out there that you don't have to go to college. You can do like the trade jobs or whatever they are or you You know, you should be pushed to do certain things. Yeah, that too. You know, follow your dreams, whatever they are. Um, Don't feel like you can't do it because you can. It takes effort, a lot of time, a lot of effort, but you definitely can do it.
1: 100%. Mm I feel.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, Either way, thank you guys for our for your attention and your
0: hope you enjoyed tonight's like chaotic all over the place kind of podcast. It's fun.
1: Yes. Thank you. You guys have a Thanks. good night.
0: Night guys